Hello and welcome to MDG the podcast, a podcast with the experts in the field of microbiology, teaching us about the world we live in and how bacillus is shaping it. As always, the podcast was brought to you by Microbial Discovery Group. Visit MDG at mdgbio.com. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Judd Reminger. I am the creative lead here at MDG, and also I'll be your host for MDG the podcast. Today in the podcast, we'll be talking about bioaugmentation in wastewater in MDG's platform, Biotifics. That helps distribution partners treat challenges such as sludge, fog, hydrogen sulfite, and more. And today, my guest is going to be Dan Romanek, the wastewater sales manager here at MDG. Dan, how are we doing today? Perfect in every way. Thank you for being on today. And we're going to obviously talk a lot about biotifics and bioaugmentation. Mm-hmm. First of all, let's give an overview. What is bioaugmentation? Bioaugmentation, as the definition goes, is the process of adding scientifically selected organisms into a wastewater microbial community in order to enhance that community. And the reason I give you that fun, like, can definition is uh, back when we were really starting to launch the Biotifics program, there was actually a reasonable amount of discussion as to what to educate bioaugmentation as being. And uh, there was definitions. I mean, if you just, like, Google it, you get a bunch of different stuff. And it's everybody, some really broad things like anything you do in the microbial community is bioaugmentation. Well, not really. To some things that really weren't correct. And so just getting it really dialed in into what's important part of the process. We're not guessing. We're, we're putting the microorganisms we want in there for specific results. And it's not just the work of the product that we do, but how the output of the entire community changes. It's just super important. You can't really take any one part of that definition out. Yeah, so obviously you've been here at MG for many years working with the wastewater biogmentation part. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. give me a brief little history of the market and then also, where do you see it going? Absolutely. So bioaugmentation in wastewater, I mean, people have been trying to use these products since probably the 70s, 80s. I mean, it's a pretty intuitive process, right? Like if you can select organisms to put into a wastewater process, then for those that know how wastewater processes work, they, they're centered around biological activity. They're actually using microorganisms to clean the water. They've been doing that since the 1900s. So just putting stuff in there to change it, it just was really intuitive for microbiologists to be doing. But it really wasn't until fairly recently, probably the late 90s, early 2000s, that the technology even existed to make a quality product. So the condition of the market, even even now, but it's changing fast, was not a lot of people using it because they didn't have access to quality products. They didn't know what to do with those products. Like, they didn't know how much to put in. They didn't really know what to expect of those products or how to measure them even working. And so uh, Mike King and our Dean Veldkamp kind of got hip to what was going on. The market wasn't growing, right? There was They had customers, and those customers were buying product, and they can go out and get more customers than that be buying product and, and selling it to the wastewater industry. But individual, there wasn't a lot of growth going on, and there wasn't a lot of market penetration. So they actually had the vision, like, if they buckle down on this, they, they really look into how to use these products, how to educate the market, how to get success documented. Wastewater industry is huge. It's about a $100 billion industry just in the lower 48. That in mind, you know, where we see it going, right now it's like way less than 1%, right? If you walk into 100 wastewater treatment plants, maybe one of them is using bioaugmentation product. And a few years ago, you know, 10 years ago, if you walked into one, there's a really good chance that that 1% was using it wrong. 
Yeah. Or they didn't have a clue why they were using it. You know, somebody talked them into it. Really buckling into where I think the market's going. I mean, the technology's there. It works. It works really well. There's a ton of value to civilization at large, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, everybody's using water and having it be more efficient, more cost effective. It's just, there's a lot of upside. Yeah. And also the more case studies, the more data that we get on it to mm-hmm. show how it works, I think that number will grow, obviously. Right, right, yeah. right. And uh, getting it to a point where it's just standard practice. I mean, even right now, you go to build a wastewater treatment plant, the engineers that build that plant don't have bioaugmentation in mind. They're yeah. not thinking about how they can optimize that process by adding bacteria into that system. That's changing, and that's you know part of what we want is that change. And I think even in the next five years, I mean, it's changed a bunch in the last five years. In the next five years, it's going to change even more. You're going to see that acceptance. Okay. That we can kind of focus in on the Biotifics platform that we have. And how does Biotifics solve the pain points that distribution partners see in the market? It gets back to that they don't know how to sell it. Or they have, they've had bad experience with not having quality product, not having guidance on how to use it, having a market that doesn't trust the use of it and because they don't know how to measure it and they don't know how to measure its success or reap the benefits of it. You know, what is the return on investment for using these products? Without that guidance... It's hard to grow as a sales company, as a sales organization, a service organization calling the wastewater industry. It just creates a, little, a lot of obstacles to overcome. So we put together that platform with just exactly what you said. Let's generate the data. Let's generate the case studies. Let's show them how to use it and generate not only successful technical applications, but a repeatable model for them to go out and do it and again and give them things that they can go for. If you're a, a water treatment professional, you know, at MDG we're really focused, laser focused on bacillus-based bioaugmentation products. These guys, they sell all kinds of different chemistries, equipment, consulting services, everything water treatment, not even just wastewater. They might mm-hmm. be doing drinking water. They might be doing boiler cooling water. They have a lot to learn how to do. And so by getting them dialed in on, all right, you're going to go after these pains. If you're a boiler cooling company that's mostly calling on food production facilities, well, we know food production facilities, they'll have lift stations, they'll have grease problems, they might have lagoons. And so we can dial in with those businesses, those distribution partners, and say, well, here are the few things you need to know, right? You need to know how to get this application for sludge in the lagoon. And this is the product you're going to use. Here's how you're going to use it. Here's what's going to be successful. And here's what you're going to be able to tell the customer they're going to be able to see. And it just allows them to be more effective as service people, getting bringing value to their customers, and it helps them grow as a sales organization. I would say our Biotifics is a very high-end product that we can give to them, and that's maybe something that they didn't have before. Right. So with our Biotifics product line, targeting wastewater problems, can you elaborate on that and how it happens? So we have a pretty robust product line. Similar to what I said before, it's using the right tool for the job and what you expect to see. So in certain applications, what we know is the challenges are going to come is just getting product into the system. They want automated dosing for like a fat soils and grease in a lift station. You don't want an operator going in there every day and trying to dump powder or rehydrate. It's like, so we got a liquid product for that. For really, really large lagoons, they're not going to want to bank, you know, a tanker wagon in or manually dose stuff in so that you give them a high concentrated, something like a Biotifics 40B. So there's that aspect to it, the application side. There's also what the challenge is. 
So we do have Biotifix Ammo, which has got our strain package in it for high nitrogen-related challenges. We also have the FOG package, which has the fat soils and grease target. But really and truly, we don't have a lot of them. So a lot of companies, like they like to, oh, we have this and that and this and that. They'll overwhelm you with a product line. And what we've done is we've been able to formulate really strong strain packages with a really strong micronutrient biostimulant package on the backside of it. That's a very robust product offering. Very robust. And so we don't have to worry a lot about curveballs. It's pretty easy for us to qualify. If it's a lagoon and it's meant for biological aberration, like use this product. You know, we teach how to survey these systems. But every once in a while I'll be like, something's like, well, we manufacture drywall. Like this is the special things about our stuff. It's like, well, it's BOD, it's nitrogen, it's phosphorus, it's pH. Mm-hmm. As long as the big patent parameters are in scope, our product is a robust product. It digests a lot of different things. It's going to work. Yeah. And so that's another very helpful thing on the biotechs platform is just giving the confidence. Here it is. It's going to work. Here's what you watch for. And you probably have a lot of success stories from being out in the field and using the biotechs products. Would you like to share one right now of a maybe a success story that you can get on the podcast? We got a bunch of success stories. I mean, that's been the most fun part of it is because they're to, to capture those successes. And what surprised me is the level at which you notice them, right? So it kind of goes back to when I first got into to wastewater treatment. Uh, we were doing odor control trials for a municipality. It was a lift station outside of a baseball. And there's a little league game going on. It's the middle of summer. And I think it's just reeked of hydrogen sulfide. I mean, this is like a poisonous gas just wafting through the crowds yeah. of this, you know, a bunch of 12-year-olds out there trying to play baseball. And he just looked at me. He's like, we need to fix this. And so time and time again, that, that comes into where, you know, when, when we're out there surveying these systems and we're treating these systems, and I mean, we just did the metadata thing on municipal lift stations alone, like, they had ballparks next to them. Yeah. They have concession stands and they, they have, you know, little shopping areas. People are trying to enjoy their life and being able to fix that. More what, what really hit home for me is we treated a uh, lagoon in a small town in Kansas. And I mean, it wasn't a big town. It wasn't a huge opportunity, but they're looking at a multi-hundred-thousand-dollar lagoon dredge. So figure this is a town of two, three thousand people, hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's like a couple hundred dollars per person <laughs> if you you know look at it population-wise. It's a big deal to go in there and do what we were able to do to remove the sludge in that system for an eighth of the cost. Like, as a mayor in that town, like just trying to like make your town function. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, and then be able to get rid of that sludge, measure it, and take him back to his community and the money that we save them, you know, going through that trusted process was really cool. And not putting harsh chemicals in there and everything like that is a, is a big benefit as right. well uh, for, for the community, for sure. One more other success that's just been fun to be a part of is getting back to the beginning of where the market's going and that growth and the potential we see in there. The other successes we're seeing it. We're working with bioaugmentation companies and distributors and chemical companies that they've been working with these types of products for a long time and putting in the boots on the ground effort and investing in it the way we have. You see it paying off. You see these companies growing 30, 40, you know, 50% year over year. And really what that equates to is how much more water they're treating. We're doing it. We're getting there. You know, it's, it's happening. And uh, it kind of creeps up on you in a way where all of a sudden you're like, man, like this year we're going to treat 69 billion gallons of water. 
And like the program worked, the distribution partners are selling more product than ever. Like it's good. We got there and uh, we're not, we're not there yet, but we're getting there. Well, that's awesome. Well, I want to thank you for on the podcast. And if you're interested to learn more about wastewater, anything MDG, please reach out to MDG at info at mdgbio.com or visit our website at www.mdgbio.com. And make sure everyone can like and subscribe to the podcast. I want to thank you very much. And for everyone else, we'll see you later.